Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are higher, and this update is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR. ETF stocks are climbing as Warren Buffett's bet on Apple sends the iPhone makers shares rallying. Apple up 346 now to $93.99. That is a gain of 3.8%. Also crude oil surging to a six month high back above $47 a barrel. Crude up $1.42 West Texas intermediate advancing by 3.1%. Gold higher little changed up 40 cents now 1273.20 the ounce. The tenure down 14.30 seconds. The 1.74%. Dow Industrials up 199, a gain of 1.1%. S&P 500 index up 22 points, a gain also of 1.1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Our next guest is a graduate of West Point. He served as an Army Airborne Ranger in Germany, and he has had a career in the automobile industry at Mercedes-Benz. In fact, he was part of a small team in Germany that developed the plan for the brand's first SUV, the M-Class. Joining us now is Steve Cannon. He is the chief executive of AMB Group. Steve Cannon, thank you very much for being here. That's great to be here. All right. So I was a little coy with the introduction because I think it's more appropriate for you to tell people about your transition from working at Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta for now helping to run and being the chief executive of AMB Group. And that means Atlanta Falcons. That also means MLS's Atlanta United, as well as a new $1.4 billion Mercedes-Benz stadium. Tell us all about it. Right. So I, I just joined uh, Arthur Blank, Arthur Blank, the founder of Home Depot. Uh, that's the AMB group, Arthur M. Blank. And I run his for-profit companies, which includes the Falcons. It includes the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Atlanta United, uh, a Mountain Sky Ranch in Montana, and, uh, and the PGA Tour Superstore. So it's quite an interesting portfolio. So tell us a bit about the stadium. Uh, it's quite a design. So absolutely iconic design right in the heart of Atlanta. That was a, that was a decision that said, you know, while other stadiums move out into the suburbs where you've got more control over land, uh, we wanted to put, uh, the, the, the stadium, which is an absolute iconic design right in the heart of Atlanta so that it could be accessible, uh, to this bustling city. So, uh, the stadium, which will open in June of next year, uh, is a multi-purpose stadium for Atlanta United, an expansion franchise for MLS soccer. It's uh, Atlanta Falcons, obviously NFL football, and uh, with its with its roof design, it, you can open the roof in about eight minutes. Uh, it will be ideal for concerts and all kinds of alternative venues. Steve Cannon, explain this strategy behind your food and beverage operation that you are rolling out at Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. So. Really, everything with the stadium starts with the fan. Our aspiration for that stadium is that it's going to set the global benchmark for fan experience. One of the biggest pain points for fans is concessions uh, and concession pricing, sort of lousy quality at exorbitant prices, and they honestly feel like they've been 
taken advantage of. And we wanted to take that business model and we wanted to set it on its head. And, and what's, this is what we're launching today. It's essentially fan-friendly pricing where the price that you're going to pay inside of the stadium is not going to differ all that much from what you'd pay at, at local counterparts around Atlanta. So $2 for a hot dog, $3 for a slice of pizza, uh, $2 for a refillable 20-ounce Coke, or a Dasani bottled water. Uh, essentially, it's an opportunity to delight customers uh, once we've gotten them inside the building. Hey, you can even purchase a brat, bratwurst, right? Nice sausage and a premium beer for under ten bucks. So yes, that does seem competitive. And I'm, it's kind of, it's so brilliant in a way to me. Like, why did anybody think of this sooner? But so, how does it affect the franchise, the revenues, the bottom line? Because do you view this as a dip in revenues that you're willing to sustain because it'll make your fans happier? Or do you think there's a chance that happier fans plus lower prices will equal a boost in sales so large that this will actually be a profit maker? We're we're betting on the fan here. We're betting on a on a bustling statement that people a stadium that people love to come to, and uh, we think that the. The stadium pricing or the, the, the concession pricing, that's just one piece of what will be a phenomenal experience. But, but ultimately, we think it's going gonna, it's gonna to absolutely create a new demand model that instead of people waiting outside of the stadium because they want to avoid being gouged when they get in, they're going to come into the building earlier. And we expect, it's hard to predict what the bump in, in demand is going to be, but we expect significant demand in, in volume, which um, – Given the pricing, we think this could be a better revenue model. Can you give us a hint of what it was like being in meetings as the chief executive of Mercedes-Benz USA talking with uh, Mr. Blank about the possibility of naming the stadium Mercedes-Benz Stadium and when you decided that you were going to jump to that position? Well, it, it was interesting. I met I met Arthur and, uh, you know, he... He's a Mercedes fan. He quotes the Mercedes tagline consistently, the best or nothing. And he said, that's our aspiration for this stadium. So he felt a, a kinship with the Mercedes-Benz brand. You know, and as we discussed, you know, as we, we talked, um, Mercedes relocating to Atlanta, looking to make a, a statement as they came in, it was, it was as if it was a perfect mm-hmm. opportunity uh, intersection at, at the right place in the right time as Mercedes relocated their headquarters. Um, you know, over time, you know, that was a board decision that was made. Uh, I, I came to um, appreciate, respect, you know, Arthur and his core values. And, and when he invited me uh, to consider taking over as CEO for his, his companies, it was, what, it was that once-in-a-lifetime okay. opportunity that was too good to pass. Quickly, a couple specific questions. How much yeah. roughly does a team like the Falcons make in concessions under the old pricing? How much do they project to make under the, the new uh, pricing? So, so I, I, I don't have those numbers, you know, at my fingertips. Uh, we, um, one thing I will tell you, we did not sell our concessions. So the typical revenue model is you sell the concessions to a concessionaire, and they then have to make it okay. up over the length of the contract. We decided not to do that. Our concessionaire is a service provider that's essentially going to help us deliver a great product. All right, with- Steve Cannon, that sounds like a great model. Thank you so very much for joining us. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Kim Fox, and this is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Taking Stock, the Philadelphia 76ers, they've become the first team in the four major U.S. sports to sell an ad on a jersey. We're going to find out more. That's next.